Hello, my lovely peaches. It's your host, Rach. Welcome to your midweek mindfulness motivation, because it doesn't have to be a Monday to start bettering ourselves. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Right Now with Rach podcast, where we keep it real and talk about all things self-improvement. I am so, so happy you are here, and I am so proud of you for clicking on this podcast, because I know it means that you are taking steps forward in your journey of personal growth. So welcome, you beautiful soul. Today, I want to talk about perspectives. This has been a huge learning curve for me over the past couple of years, and it is so, so important. When we look at things in life, we are seeing it through our own personal perspectives, which, of course, is our natural and first instinct. Humans are inherently selfish beings, you know, which is not a bad thing because we've always had to be in order to survive. Um, but more often than not, we tend to forget that our view isn't the only view. Our selfish nature clouds our perspective and it inhibits our ability to see things from someone else's point of view. In order to enrich our lives, find better outcomes, and build deeper, more meaningful relationships, it's necessary for us to come at things from all angles in order to see the bigger picture. It broadens our understanding and makes us better people. You know, when we feel hurt, wronged, or insulted, our guard goes up and we take the defensive side. But instead, I challenge you to try and rewire your brain to first accept those initial emotions, but then take a step back and look at the situation from the other person's perspective. You know, what were their intentions? Did they mean to be offensive? Are they just having a bad day? You know, do they have a lot on their mind and they just forgot that thing that you're upset that they forgot? (laughs) You know, whatever the situation may be, try and take yourself out of it for a minute. And as the cliche saying goes, put yourself in their shoes. Like, if they're legitimately just an asshole, then fuck them. But nine times out of ten, we get defensive and snappy at someone we love because we're feeling attacked. And it can lead to unnecessary confrontation or arguments. Whether it's your sibling, partner, parent, or best friend, I can promise you right now that in their eyes, they want to do right by you. I'll break this down with kind of an example that really sticks out to me. Um, There was a moment my husband and I had, it was quite a while ago now, Um, where my husband wanted to to do something on a whim. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we had a plan that day and he wanted to adapt it. I hesitated about it and I gave him the impression of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. After we figured the plan out, he brought up to me that he wouldn't mind if I could work on going with the flow better. And I still cringe because for some reason that statement triggers me to be defensive and annoyed. Um, But he was just explaining to me how he feels like He's very good at jumping on board anytime I want to do something, which is extremely true. He very rarely says no to me. (laughs) Uh, And he would appreciate it if I tried to give him the same respect, which is a completely fair thing to ask. And he was being really nice and communicating it really well. But in the moment, I got defensive and a little hostile. And I metaphorically threw my hands in the air during the conversation. And I was all like, fine, I suck as a girlfriend. You're the best at this and blah, blah, blah. I got a little overdramatic because deep down I knew it was true. I knew he was right and I didn't want to admit that I can be selfish sometimes. Nobody likes to hear negative things about themselves from other people, especially the people that they love the most. However, once I calmed down and I thought about it for more than just a minute, I could definitely see where he was coming from. You know, I took my subjective emotion out of it and tried to look at it from his point of view. If I was him, 
always doing things to make me happy and not putting up a fuss when I wanted to do something than having me hesitate and not get as excited about what he wants to do. Like, that would suck. And at the end of the day, all I do care about is his happiness. So I chose to work on it, and now I'm able to come across situations and have my instant reaction to things be like, okay, how can I make what you want to do work as well? Instead of initially humming and hawing and not being happy to embrace the opportunity to do something that he wants to do. My point of this story is that if I would have just initially recognized my emotions and then put myself in his shoes, knowing he wasn't trying to hurt me or make me feel bad or push my buttons, and he was just trying to improve our relationship by having these conversations, then the conversation would have lasted half the amount of time and emotional turmoil that I put us through. And there wouldn't have to have been any apologies. You know, seeing things from a husband's perspective has really strengthened our relationship. I'm definitely not perfect, and neither is he, but we care enough about each other and ourselves to make that a priority. I promise you guys, this will lead to better everything. (laughs) Your partner and your relationship will thank you for the ability to be open-minded and realize that not everything is about you. Uh, You know, I also have to master this a lot in my day-to-day job because my job involves empathy and emotional stability in order to care for my patients. Perspective is a very crucial piece to that. There's a patient scenario that always sticks with me because it's really helped shape my mindset on this. And it was a really big turning point for me and a kind of a light bulb moment. Um, It was a couple years ago now, and I was at my old job, and I had a patient who was quite confused, and he was being a real dick. (laughs) I was working a night shift, um, and in the morning, I went to take his blood pressure, and he told me to fuck off and swung to punch me in the face, which I dodged quite nicely. And then he smacked me in the arm. Now, we're all entitled to our emotions, and I was at the end of a 12-hour shift, and I was not having his attitude. I threw my hands up, and I just, like, I left him be. I was like, you know what? I don't care. (laughs) I told the next nurse that was taking over that this guy was a real treat, and I'm pretty sure I used the word asshole to describe him. I knew he was sick, but he was new to our unit, and I had only picked him up on my assignment for, like, the second half of my shift, and it was busy, so I didn't really know or have time to look up his full story. Which, yeah, you guessed it. That's where my perspective changed. I came back for another shift that night and the doctor had called to give me some orders and he asked me how this specific patient was doing and how he was acting. And he wasn't on my assignment again at that time. I was getting him for like the last half of my shift again. So I didn't have an update on his condition. Um, And I just said, you know, well, he's a real a-hole if you don't mind me saying And the doctor goes, oh, damn, okay, that's fair. I'm like, yeah, he tried to punch me in the face this morning, so there's that. And then, like, you know, we keep chatting, and he's giving me orders, and then the doctor tells me that this man is extremely sick. The cancer they had found is metastatic, and it is now in every organ and every bone in his body. And the first thing out of my mouth was, shit, now I feel like the asshole. And since that moment, I will never have one perspective on a person until I see every angle. And like I said before, before, if they're legitimately just an asshole, no matter what angle you look at it, then fuck them. There are not many excuses in this world to act like a dick 24-7. But 90% of the time, there's a reason someone is acting a certain way. And it can be situational. And I need to not always take things so personally. Because it's not about me. You know, I, I picked up this patient again for the last half of that shift and 
when I went in the morning to take his vitals and give his meds and stuff, I just, I let it go. I spoke to him with respect and empathy and treated him like I would treat my grandfather. I realized that, you know, he's confused because of the dementia and the cancer. And when I allowed myself to just listen to what he was saying instead of being defensive about his behavior, I got to see the soft, scared person behind that mask. And you could quite easily tell that he truly was just a big teddy bear. He was compliant and he was kind to me this time. I talked to him for like 20 minutes, which made me late, but that's okay. And a lot of what he said didn't necessarily make sense, but there were definitely moments of clarity that came through. He was holding my hand and he talked about how much he missed his older sister and that he was struggling and he was frustrated that he no longer had the strength in his muscles to hold up his water glass without spilling it all over himself because that's what he just did. And I just, I cleaned it up and I assured him that it's okay. And he looked at me at one point dead in the eye and his voice was quivering and he said, you have no idea what I'm going through. And God, I mean, I was at the end of seven 12-hour shifts in a row and I got so teary-eyed. I just couldn't contain myself. I'm like, you know what? No, I don't. But I'm here to listen to you. And he thanked me. And then he started talking about a toilet paper bicycle. But anyways, it's moments like that in life that truly do change you and make you want to be a better person and really consider things like perspectives. We all take our lives for granted and unintentionally make everything about ourselves. But I promise you, it's oftentimes not even about you. That's because, you know, in our minds, we're the center of our own universe. And that doesn't mean you're the center of everyone else's. (laughs) So I encourage you to shift your lens to someone else's perspective and see the world from what they're going through in a day. Try and see what they see because wouldn't you want the same respect? You know, it is the golden rule. Do unto others as you would want done unto you. See things from someone else's perspective because when you have good intentions, but they come across wrong or you're tired and being dramatic or you forgot something that's important because, you know, you're trying to keep up with a hundred things at once and you don't even have time to eat. You would hope that the person on the receiving end takes a minute to remove their emotions and go, okay, I, I see. I, I, I see why this person's acting that way. Or, or they try. They ask you questions. They ask you if you're okay. And they forgive you instead of being mad at you or judging you. Think about it. Have you ever been in a situation where someone was you know, checked out and giving you attitude for what in your head seemed like for no reason? You know, and that puts you in defense mode and maybe you react to their energy and it escalates and you end up fighting for, you don't even know why, and you kind of waste your time and your energy. Yeah, me too. The thing about this is that all that negative energy you used that put you in a bad mood could have been avoided if you took three seconds to just recognize that you're irritated because, you know, you're allowed to be, your emotions are always real and never invalid, but then set that aside and calmly genuinely communicate to the other person. You know, you can even say, hey, I felt a bit irritated by that because, you know, it sounded rude. Like, are you okay? I can almost guarantee you that they have a lot on their mind and they didn't even realize the tone they gave you. Also, you cannot tell me you've never accidentally done that where you were in a mood and came at someone with some sass, which 
was probably unnecessary because they didn't do anything. (laughs) So you can't even get mad at people because you've actually done that before. Mm -hmm. So have I. It's cool. Like I always say, we're human. But the conversation will go a completely different direction. And you'll realize that it has nothing to do with you. And their intention was never to be rude. At the end of the day, we have no idea what other people are going through. So it's important to be kind and understanding. It will not only help others, but it will significantly improve your mood and your relationships. You know, it's much easier said than done. And it's easier to grasp on your own perspectives because it's immediate and it's automatic, right? Whereas like reasoning from someone else's point of view, it's it's difficult because you have to slow down and be deliberate in how you think about it. So there are a few tips that I can give you to help you practice seeing things from another's point of view, okay? The first one is to listen to other people more carefully. Oftentimes, we think we are good listeners, but we accidentally get distracted by focusing on how we can relate or what we're going to say next. So I encourage you, oh my goodness, excuse me, sorry. (laughs) I encourage you to immerse yourself better in their story. Instead of thinking about your response, focus on what they're saying. You know, continue making better eye contact and ask them questions. That's actually a huge one my husband helped me to understand. That in order to show someone you're interested in their perspective, it's nice to ask them questions that dive deeper into it and open up that person to sharing their story with you. And, you know, don't be afraid to clarify things that are unclear because that lets a person know you're open to their viewpoint and, you know, you're trying to take in what they say as well as like your own, right? The second thing you can do is simple on paper, but it can sometimes be a bit difficult to truly embrace. And that's to respect people's differences and keep an open mind. Not everyone is going to share the same beliefs and values as you. You know, how you do something or your view on a situation is based on your past experiences, which aren't the same as someone else's. So try to remember that it's okay if you don't see things the same way. Allowing yourself to accept that others don't see things the same as you will make your interactions easier. You don't need to change your opinion or your feelings about something. No, not at all. But you have to accept that you're likely not going to change someone else's either. And understanding that will help you to understand them. And the last thing you can try and work on is first think about the conflict you're having and the way that you feel about it. You know, as yourself, ask yourself, who's this conflict with? What's it about? And how am I feeling about it? And then take a beat, let it sit and switch. Um, then ask yourself how the person you're having the conflict with sees it. How do you think they feel about it? You know, what were their intentions? And then after you do that, come back to yourself and see if anything has changed. You know, did it help you see things a different way? And maybe it helped you let go altogether. But if all of that's too much, you can honestly just ask them. Be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. What's your side of things? Things like that will help you take another's perspective. And doing this will help you develop higher quality social interactions and build better, deeper relationships with people. You know, those that are able to do this generally have bigger and more meaningful social networks. Now, 
Perspective doesn't just mean seeing things from other people's angles. It also means changing the way you see things as well. There are many different lenses in which you can view a situation, and each one will decide how you react and what the outcome will be. In my opinion, there's a spectrum of positive and negative lenses, and nothing is black and white. I hurt my back really badly two or three years ago, like so badly that I couldn't walk without screaming. And my initial lens was frustration. Oh, I was in so much pain, and I was so annoyed that I couldn't move or go to work or even take my own shirt off, like literally. Um, I was off work for almost an entire month to heal. And I cried every day for the first week. And you know what? That did absolutely nothing for me. I wasted so much time being negative and throwing myself a week-long pity party and did nothing productive, which made me even more frustrated because I got annoyed when I don't accomplish anything in a day. So I worked hard and changed my perspective on the situation. I'm generally... What the heck? Generally a very positive person and as becoming overwhelmed with the negativity at my job um, prior to my injury. So this break was actually really good for my mental health. It gave me time to focus on my attitude and my perspectives. And when I switched my lens to see the situation from that more positive angle, it did me so much good. I started painting again. I worked on my recipe book. I had more time to spend with my husband and my beautiful puppies I was able to reground myself and appreciate all of the things I have. A negative perspective got me nowhere in this situation, but shifting my perspective to a positive lens propelled me forwards. I've said this before, I will say it again, and I will never stop saying it. Your emotions are always valid. Check out my episode on emotional intelligence for more on that. (laughs) But controlling them... And still being able to see multiple perspectives will benefit you in so many ways. It will enrich your life and improve your mental health. And I know this is definitely not the easiest thing in the world to put into practice. It's easy to forget in the moment when your emotions are strong. At first, it does take some significant mental strength and self-awareness to stop yourself when your emotions feel like they want to take over. To give in to those and react is easy. But I strongly, strongly recommend that you try and take control. My strategy in a lot of moments is to take a breath before I start responding. And I count to three. It brings your dial back to a manageable level where you can go, okay, this is how I feel about this. Now, how might they feel? You will thank me. You know, forget about expanding your perspectives for other people. Like, you, you don't need to do this to impress other people or people please like do it to make your life better because like I said we're inherently selfish so do this for you and that my peaches today's topic has come to an end thank you for listening and remember your direction is more important than your speed a step forward even if it's just one is a step in the right direction and progress you should be proud of I'm happy you're here you are beautiful You are smart and you can do anything. Talk soon. Mwah.